So I started looking to the other side of it. And that helped me get through it. When this dad was murdered, all the articles, the speculation that came out, it was not journalism's finest hour. The violent death sparked a half dozen theories about the motive, some including possible connections to gambling. That was really bad. That was really unfair. Can you imagine how your father gets killed and now they're blaming you? I mean, that, that was really cheap shot stuff. It did hurt, you know, but you had people that were throwing darts who wanted to hurt me anyway. It wasn't from the people that I loved or the people that knew me and people that cared. It was the people that, you know, got tired of me being on top. Basketball superstar Michael Jordan issued a statement Thursday. He was outraged by some media speculation linking his behavior to his father's murder. Jordan said, I simply cannot comprehend how others could intentionally pour salt in my open wound by insinuating that mistakes in my life are in some way connected to my father's death. There isn't a thimble's worth of evidence to connect that horrible incident to Michael Jordan's gambling or any other aspect of Michael Jordan's behavior. He said it was no more than brutality and greed that James Jordan, quote, could have been any one of us. What is still unclear and will be for some time is what effect this tragedy will have on Michael Jordan and his future with the Chicago Bulls. Basketball? I mean, talking about basketball. I didn't think about basketball before all this happened. So uh, right now, unless everything's changing from my schedule from this point on. David Falk came over to me at a charity dinner that was sponsored by Michael. He said, you're not going to believe this, but Michael wants to retire. That's that's not the U.S. I don't believe David Falk. At that time, we were coming off of three championships. I fulfilled my responsibility to the city, to the Bulls, to my teammates. I did not try to talk him out of it, but I did say to him, you can't make a final decision until you talk to Phil. Right in office in the Berto Center. Yeah. And I told Phil, I said, look, you know, I'm, I'm about here. I'm not done. I have no more challenges. I have no motivation. I was done. This was uh, you know, a young man that gone through some heartrending things. They're denying a gift to society. But I understand. You know, I understand. Game one. Michael was scheduled to throw out the first pitch. Oh, he threw out the first pitch of game one of the ALCS. And then he went up into a private box with his family. I'm watching a White Sox playoff game in Comiskey Park. The kid comes up and says, Mr. Reinsdorf wants to talk to you. So I went up and I grabbed Jerry and what's up? He said, Michael's quitting. I said, what? No, no. What's up? Don't joke with me. That's serious stuff. He said, no, he's quitting, Jerry. That game was on Tuesday. I wanted to hold the story until Wednesday, but it leaked out. Breaking story here. The Chicago Bulls have called a press conference tomorrow morning. It's high speculation and report that Michael Haters. Jordan will retire from Have we have forever. So it all broke out at the ballpark on, the, on a Tuesday night. Uh, uh, media trying to get into my box to get to Michael. It was really rough. Michael decided to exit stage left in the seventh inning. Jordan speeding away from Kaminsky Park without comment. Michael talked to you about it. So too Chicago Bulls owner Jerry Reinsdorf. 
Before we continue tonight, a late-breaking story of enormous interest. A shocking revelation tonight for all Chicagoans. Sources with the Chicago Bulls have confirmed that Michael Jordan will announce his retirement effective immediately at a Wednesday morning press conference. CBS News will carry Michael Jordan's announcement live. Our coverage will begin this morning at 11 o'clock Eastern Time. Now listen, this is the ultimate press conference. Every cameraman, every reporter I've ever known in this business from all parts of the country, from Nick Schaap to Tom Brokaw, to everyone here waiting for the arrival of players Michael Jordan and his entourage of the Bulls management. And whether you agree or not that this should be the news story of the year, it is. Close to 100 cameras from around the world and three times as many reporters. They come from everywhere, from the local weeklies to network news. That's a tribute to Michael Jordan's presence in American life as the greatest basketball player who ever lived. Here they come. Here they come. Here he comes. Here he comes. Here he comes. Here he comes. Michael Jordan now is entering. Here's Michael Jordan right now taking his place at the podium, surrounded by security. Well, see, you ain't miss much. It's hard to overstate the loss of Michael Jordan to the National Basketball Association and to the heartbeat of this community of Chicago. He has led this team to three NBA championships, of course. The superstar is frequently the talk of the town. This time, the talk is more like a chorus of mourning. Michael all smiles, really. Jerry Reinstorf, Bill Jackson, and Jerry Krause, NBA Commissioner David Stern, even in attendance. It looks like the Last Supper. This is a, a very bittersweet day. Stylings in the background. A certain sadness, because the greatest athlete to ever play a team sport is leaving the game. But it's really, for me, a very, very happy day because somebody who I admire and respect is doing exactly what he wants to do. And I'm absolutely convinced that he's doing the right thing. Michael. Thanks, sir. I'm a very optimistic person. <clears throat> it's the biggest positive thing that I can take out of uh, uh, my father not being here with me today is that he saw my last basketball game. And that means a lot. Um, the word retire means uh, you can do anything you want from this day on. So if I desire to come back and play again, maybe that's what I want to do. Maybe that's the challenge that I may need someday down the road. Mm. I'm not going to close that door. Mm. I was at peace with that decision. Totally, 100%. You know, I'm so ready. So Michael Jordan's retirement in 1993 was one of those seismic, where were you when you heard the news moments? Right. <laughs> and you immediately think, why? Nobody could rationalize that Michael would just walk away. My grandma was so happy. There's one February next year. My grandma was so happy. Oh man! Some of the events that have recently You don't understand. She was like, yes. There's a number of questions about his gambling. I ain't say shit. I know my price. And you think, is this all? They sure did though. Was this every fucking next year? Because we was the top team. Every fucking year. Fuck. This nigga didn't let us get shit. And that was 
Cut the fucking Patrick Ewing. Listen now, you can't. Oh, let me shut up. Yes, please. The ultimate captain. Because he said it. Couldn't stand each other. Number one player and his number one franchise. And Oakley came from the Bulls and went to the Knicks. It was protective pets. Joey said, you forgot who the fuck I am. Um, That's why we never, we never won. And no one ever finds out. Ever. Whatever. Joy was that nigga. I mean, you a New York fan or you a Bulls fan? Which one? Which one? Do you use it? Total. I mean, I'm saying though. There was so much speculative reporting. Nobody had concrete facts. Nobody had anything. The folklore, the urban legend that I sent him away because he was gambling. Ridiculous. It never, no basis in fact. Whatever. That's why I like David Stern. I, I loved him as a commissioner. A county, I can't fucking stand this nigga wrong field. Never was. He's all never on the broad dick. He wasn't even on my dick for real. Yes, he did. Yo, he, didn't he didn't even like Mike. David Stern didn't even like Michael Jordan. All right, so what do you think about um the referee that was gambling? Oh, yeah. You directly in the game. Yes, you should be fired. You should never lose your license. They got one on this one? You got to walk that one. I don't want to see that. In summer of 92. Because that's saying what, what players and everybody else are saying. Like right now. Uh, that the bookies got something to do with the coaches and the teams. So they won't lose so these fucking, do. um, these parlays they fucking giving out. World. Becky, that shit is corny. That shit is corny. Let a player and fucking play. Let a fucking player play. And he said, well, well I corny. do it right now. Except for Magic never won three in a row. Mm. And I got to do the Olympics. Right. It wasn't for that. I'd be playing this summer. The big top for that circus went up at 10.45 this morning. Michael went through a series of drills, including fielding, catching, and throwing. With batting practice done, MJ headed to his news conference, and a rumor became reality. Thank you all for coming out here today and getting a glimpse of Michael. After watching the progress that Michael has made in the past two months, LeBron like can't do that. LeBron can go to no other sport. Football, baseball, golf. And it's funny because he's playing golf. I own the Chicago White Sox. No, I used to play golf. And when Michael was trying to play baseball, I continued banging his basketball thinking, which is something over $3 million a year. There was no reason to pay him other than he was underpaid his entire career. And he made a lot of money for a lot of people. Picture this now, bottom of the ninth, bases loaded, three and two, Michael Jordan takes one out of the yard. Michael Jordan got what he wanted. He is a rookie again. A lot of people may think it's off the wall. Maybe it is, but I mean, I'm doing something that I choose to do. And that's that's what I fucked with him for, because yeah. he had the guts you know, he's to try it. At least you know, try it. We know he's going to be majorly baseball players, man, growing up as kid. He loves baseball, and his father always wanted him to play baseball. Let's see. Last conversation. We were debating, me and him, uh, we were debating about me playing baseball. Yeah, Dad, I want to go play baseball. I'm thinking about retiring, I want to go play baseball. And you know, all the things that he was saying, do it, do it. 
Because he got me started in baseball. Mm. It was always just for out of here. Man. Yeah, he'd be a baseball player. And so I didn't so that explains why he went to go play baseball. What's that poor position you're going to be playing? He says, you want to be, be in the outfield. So I said, Mike, let's understand something there. I said, the workouts are going to be totally different. Two totally different methods of training your body and muscles. This is going to be different. Yo, 45. So like, I don't care. He goes to baseball. I'm all in. He played baseball until he was 17 years old. Then doesn't play baseball again until he's 31 years old. We don't send anybody to double A after they come out of college or high school right. because it's it's too high a level. That's you start them out either at rookie ball That's or A. I always wonder how he could do that with Michael. facilities were inadequate below double A. So put him at double A strictly because we needed to be able to handle it immediately. Michael Jordan went to the Birmingham Barons, the double A farm yeah. team of the Chicago White Sox. When we found out he was coming to the Birmingham work group, there was about four days left in spring training. And I just said, I said, hey, man, I'm, I'm Terry, and I guess I'm going to be your manager. Right. I remember being in Birmingham, Alabama. You never in a zillion years would have watched a minor league game. You can't believe commotion, the excitement. Never has one rookie gotten so much attention. Folks are lying on the ground. Look at that, some MJ. He's the dopest. He's the dopest. He's the dopest. The dopest? And fucking LeBron can't fuck with that. He's the dopest. He went to spring training with the not double A. Four days of spring training. The thing that people forget about that season was he started out with a 13-game hitting streak. Every night during that 13-game hitting streak, I'm kind of going, when's it going to happen? And finally it did. He did not see a fastball in the strike zone for probably a month and a half. Now they're trying to get him out with breaking balls. And it's breaking ball after breaking ball after breaking ball. And he's swinging at every one of them that can't come there. Second strikeout in a row for Michael Jordan. Took a lot of breaking balls the last two nights. That hitting streak. That was his Achilles. At that point, the national media was just giving him some shit. Enjoy out of his league. His chances of being any good at all are almost nil. <laughs> oh, I didn't even know Joy was this bad. That didn't mean he was bad. Right. And now they put him on the cover of Sports Illustrated. He's missing a pitch by about that much. And it says, Agate Michael, Jordan embarrasses baseball. I remember seeing that and thinking, oh no. Calls of his dream that he wants to be a major league baseball player. I call it a delusion. He never spoke to anybody from Sports Illustrated again. And that was the end of that magazine. I never was interviewed for that. They came out to critique me without understanding what my passion was at the time. 
if you had a question to ask. And then if you want to write it, then you write it. That's fine. No problem. That's your opinion. But I can care less what people do. This is what I want. This is not what I'm not doing what they think I should be doing. My father already told me I was doing the right thing. And I did it. Being away from basketball gave him an opportunity to adjust his life to not having his dad. And moving on. So we were getting paid for See? That fueled me more so than anything. It drove me to make this thing work. I gotta play catch up, but I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I had fucking blisters. Second skin swinging that back bat. His work ethic was the best I've ever been around. He would hit early in the day, he'd hit off the breaking ball machine. He would come in after regular batting practice, hit some more before the game, and then would hit again after the game. By the time we got to August, you could see it just building. And he kept getting better and better and better. Okay. Okay, Mike. Home run, boy. That was amazing that he did that well. I can't believe he actually hit 202. He drove in 50 runs. We had a lot of good prospects that didn't drive in 50 runs. In my opinion, with 1,500 at bats, he'd have found a way to get to the major league. I think the time away from baseball freed his mind of. <coughs> you were saying? Talking shit. No, 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 not at That's who you're with. You know, your family doesn't travel with you, so you hang out with the guys that you're with. And that was all of his teammates. I think he enjoyed it immensely. Sure, I mean, I was this big icon, but, you know, they treated me just as, you know, I wanted to be treated, just one of the guys. It was good. It was good for him. He was like a kid again. August 1994 up to April 1990. The pre-playoff buzz around the league was that the Chicago Bulls were vulnerable. Now, we've heard those same declarations in the past from the so-called pundits, but maybe this year they finally have some merit, especially after the injury-riddled and eight-seeded New Jersey Nets took the five-time NBA world champions into overtime. Every time we would play good and we were winning games, everything was okay. But, but Everybody was always on alert around Michael after a bad game like that. Uh, he would say, you motherfuckers didn't do a thing today. Come ready tomorrow to practice. His theory was, if you can't handle pressure from me, uh, you're not going to be able uh, to handle pressure of the NBA playoffs. And so he talked trash in practice. Uh, he went at guys. He challenged guys. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember, I remember yeah. Um, he wants to win. You got to earn everything in Chicago. There was nothing easy, nothing given to you. You better go out there and earn it. And you earn it in practice. What up, Scott? You ready today? Yeah, no, we, we moved it. 
I like he it. just rode Scotty, and Scotty just smiled at, at, at Michael and took it and fired right back at him. Scott, I advise you to guard somebody else. Thank you. Uh, you keep it in guard there. If you can guard me a 290 some job, I got Scott. Scott Burrell was a talented guy. And Scott Burrell, an exceptional basketball player, taught at the University of Connecticut. What Scotty was lacking was commitment, determination, seriousness. So he became, you know, my guy to kind of push, keep pushing, keep pushing. I tried to get him to fight me a couple of times, in a good sense, you know, just to get him. Hey, man, I'm tired of you picking on me. I'm like, you know, that type of mentality. Yeah, I could never get He's such a nice guy. <laughs> but I know we're going to need him at some point in time. And he's going to remember this. And he's going to get out there and he's going to fight. You're playing with a guy that has the highest standards of any basketball player ever. You want to live up to that challenge. It's tough. Tough love. I mean, you got you got to go out there and do your job. Do you get feisty in the practice and maybe get up against people? You know, I'd have Could to you imagine getting goaded by the goat? Down and make amends and you know, keep that level of team First camaraderie. Can you imagine too? You know, as a him part of this and being the captain. Yes, I could imagine him mentioning my name. I actually could do that, sir. Ron Hopper. Listen, you said, can you imagine him mentioning your name? The answer to the question was yes. I can imagine him mentioning my name. What woman did not imagine Jordan mentioning her name? So what type of question is that? <laughs> That's why you're like, I'm like, what? Of course. The fear factor. So thick. Yeah, let's not get it wrong. He was an asshole. He was a jerk. He was a bum. He crossed the line. But as time goes on and you think back about what he was actually trying to accomplish. They're like, yeah, he was a hell of a teammate. Hell he was pushing team. us all to be better. Never bum. Because he wanted to win. And guess what? They had Luke Longley. We kind of needed that. Tony Kuko. I needed Bill Winnington. None of them niggas did nothing. No, Jordan was the best, bro. I don't give a fuck with nobody. I watched them shit. I watched them games. Them niggas didn't do shit. <laughs> Scott, he, he, he didn't win all those games by himself, you know. It just takes a didn't. team to win. It really does. All right. But I'm going to tell you the truth. <laughs> Dumb, you can look up their stats. Dumb niggas didn't do shit. Along with your man, Steve Kerr. Didn't you do shit. Steve Kerr got a ring with him. I'm not sure if he knows. How about that? He just rolled the coat he was on. He was arresting them on the wing, holding on to the cape. 
Oh, who's disrespecting? The Bulls held their first workout minus Michael Jordan. I see these fucking games. I see these niggas play. I will bust Steve Kerr ass. Fuck you talking about. First of all, I watch the same games you fucking watch. All right, and he ain't had shit but a jump shot. That motherfucker ain't never drove to the fucking basket. All right. I bust that nigga ass. Put that on my mama. Now, fuck you mean? I always thought that back then. Fuck you mean? All right. And then they let Mark Jackson build the Golden State Warrior just to bring him in. The take over look, the look, just who you talking about, right? Yeah. Look, look, look. Ah, yeah. Took shit. Scotty, though. Scotty was that nigga. My man, my man, oh, and Blaze loved, loved Scotty. And he was a Chicago boy fan of the He loved Scotty. Pippen had every pair of his sneakers and all that. I'm in that deal. Great. They had nobody yelling at him. They got a plenty of shots. <laughs> Michael would just bludgeon everybody around him. And Scotty was a much softer touch. You know, he was a guy who would sort of comfort you when things weren't going well, put his arm around you, bang well, in there, you'd be all right. You'd be all strong. No, we don't know we Try to be the man, but we beat teams by committee, and we just... To play Craig Hodges. Niggas don't know Craig Hodges. Oh, okay. That particular season, when Michael was gone, that was the, the season filled with his best coaching. Coach, I heard Chuck Daly the other day saying, uh, let's see the triangle offense work now without Michael. Did he really say that? Okay, wait till I see Chuck. Everybody criticizes the triangle. It says, yeah, well, it works when you have Michael, you know, then it works. But that one year, his star player was Pippen, right. who is not a scorer. Right. He's a facilitator. And he had assists. And they ran the triangle to perfection. Mm-hmm. The whole season. Tony Kuko, Bill Willington. Look. Little Steve Kerr. Look. Passed but you were talking shit. He passed it. But you were talking shit. I never seen but him. But you was talking shit. I never seen him drop. But you was talking shit. I sure was. And I'm going to hold that down. I never seen him drop to the fucking back to make a fucking layup. Never. You watching it now. Shut the fuck up. I see him drop to the back to make a layup. Boy, bye. Number seven in Europe is is the most popular number on the continent. A lot of young shit. And only 17 points. He was a fucking bust. He'd get better in fucking Europe. He was a typical European player at that time who was an incredible shooter, but defense was not his thing. Right. He was soft. He was very tough. He was soft. Soft. That's the joy of them saying he was soft. They said that back then. And he came. And he said in 98. Come on. He did in 98. Getting your championship from the greatest player in the world. Pay homage. It wasn't. Look, it wasn't you. It wasn't you. You wasn't the man. Right. Look at this. Look at this. Eastern Conference semifinal. We win this off a buzzer beater. I watched this game. 
On the alley. Made a shot with about two seconds left. What? Three cars of cigarettes. Yeah, we were at risk of losing the whole On the line. In the FIFA, I was playing a soccer shit. That game. That's when it was tied. 102 and 102. In the hockey, was the Rangers is in the fucking Stanley Cup. That same year, I was on the alley. Fucking this OJ nigga. Tony has run before. I'm a killer when I catch him. That game five and you want to cut the game off? Of and we fucking lost? The season. OJ, I'm a straight with you. Look. Damn. I'll tell you why I set this up and then Scotty was angry about it. Right. I felt it was an insult. Um, coming from field. I was the most dangerous guy on our team. So why are you asking me to take the ball out? This is a season where he's taken the role of Michael. And watch this. MVP caliber season. He thought it should be him. Take a Bill Cartwright. And so Tim Clemens came over and said, Scotty's not going in. Phil said, what do you mean he's not going in? Tell you what, I said, are you in or out? And he said, I'm out. I remember Phil, Phil said, fuck it. Pete Myers, come on in. When right. Pitt refused to go in that game, it was like a Twilight Zone moment. Like, what the hell is going on? And what's we do? It ain't no! Go, go over to Overton. Look, look, I'm gonna stop. Well, I was obviously happy for making the shot, but the whole situation, even going towards the locker, you you, you see everybody is like pissed that, that, that things are not right. We don't know how to act. Scotty's one of our favorite teammates, one of our favorite people in the world. Yeah, he quit on us, and that we couldn't believe that happened. It was uh, it was devastating. What he did. I thought he saw that. You know, you he did quit on him. He said he wasn't going to game because he wanted to be a no. What? What? Go ahead. See what you about to say. Talk some shit. We never thought we'd ever have to stop playing. Wait, bite. You know, it's affected us. I'm gonna say it again, Scotty. They ain't paying enough for that. I remember most though. Yo, you, need the, you need to figure out what you're arguing for. Days paying enough for that. All right, whatever. For him to be a second fiddle to a European. All right, whatever. That's why they want that anyway. It's not about what the, like, it's not about him. Tears coming down his face. And he says, Scotty, I cannot believe that you quit on us like that. We had come too far with that team. To, they were quite right. Like that. Scotty was in tears and upset. He realized. Yeah, he paid himself. The game. I'm not. He apologized to us. I think the worst part was was that we knew it was not Scotty's character. We knew that wasn't him. Right. Um, he did because they didn't pay him, Scotty. Whatever. And right. he's the best nigga on the team. Right at the point. The whatever. Team. Whatever. Draw wasn't there. How you are you arguing his case? Because I understood it. Whatever. It's always going to come back to harm at some point in some conversation. Right. Pip knows better than that. Yeah. It's one of those incidents where, you know, I wish it never happened. 
but if I had a chance to do it over again, I probably would change it. So the next mm. couple of days were really important. We had to refocus and get back at it for the rest of the series. No, no, ah! Scotty had a great series, and we, we turned things around. We did. My man loved that, loved that dunk right there. I hate it because it was on my man Pat. He know that. Mm-hmm. I hate that. That is not all in Pat's face. That's what he said. We That's what he said. That's his favorite dunk from Scotty Pippen. in seven games to the Knicks in the Garden. And we go to the finals. First time in years. Fucking years. This nigga don't know who to be hyped for. That's my team. Every time the Knicks come on, you hype them. And then all of us give you hype for Jordan. Shut up. I hype for He's itching to get back into the game, or you know, none of that stuff. I mean, I'm happy with my hair, but I'm still, I'm still a fan. Like, Can you know, communicate that information to the marinade bowl that's in the red? Yeah. The marinade and everything is already in the bowl. Yeah. 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 Trying to devastate my heart. I don't know. Do I? <laughs> We're gonna toss it up and we're gonna be underway. Wait, what year is this? Cause what? What year is it? Yeah, bum ass Steve Kerr. Bill Whitty too. Sure, hard to guard. Yo, I see that. I was like, damn. I said, I didn't know you were going to get one. Now, those are my favorites. Yo, I got the, I got, in the refrigerator, I got the, um, the mini. I'm done. My I feel you. I see that you like. Oh. I need to open them. I got you. I love these girls. I love these Can I have another one? What? <laughs>
damn. But you see, mm, I ain't gonna say nothing. You could tell that shit made him feel away. You know what I mean? Like yeah, because they they paid they paid a lot of people more money than they paid Michael Jordan. Why you keep going about this man money? That's not even what I'm talking about. That man was worth everything the NBA ever had to offer to anybody, anybody, anyway, anybody, even pulling Patrick Ewing. But they gave Patrick Ewing. But that's not what the fuck I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. What time is it? In Chicago, game one of round two. Oh, Pre-game the Bulls and Hornets. Who's going to win by how many points? I believe the Bulls are going to win by 18 points. I think the Bulls will win by 13. 13. It's going to be a clean sweep. It'll be a sweep. I think they'll sweep. Why didn't I was playing for Charlotte, and look, let's just be honest here. The Bulls were a far superior team, and they knew it. Montel Ellis. 1998, right? Yeah. We lost the first one, but I thought I knew that system as well as anybody. And I knew how to beat them. Jackson, though. I let Scotty know. I let everyone that I knew over there know. And the Charlotte Hornets have even the series in a stunning upset over the Chicago Bulls. Believe me, fans, no Hornet is happier than B.J. Armstrong. For him, this is not just a ball game. This is vindication. This is get back in your face big time. He just opened up a can of footballs. I, I felt like B.J. each know better. I'm supposed to kill this guy. You know, I'm supposed to dominate this guy. And from that point on, I did. What the fuck I'm talking about, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I fucking, yo, 
It's just that I didn't know all of this. Earlier in the show, the you end. saw the video. <laughs> I didn't want to hear nothing about no Michael Jordan back then. I couldn't talk to you about Michael Jordan. Our conversation would be very short. And I tell niggas that. Very short. Michael holds himself to such a high level. You know, when you've played as long as he did, at the level he did, he constructed reasons to play hard that night. <laughs> These little slights were deep indignation stamp. <sighs> That's all he needs. From me to a tiger. He'd find a game within the game to keep him in. In the 98, they play him um, but it was all, see, it was see, I need to hear the story about that. All right. Do you know what Brad That's what they That's why I'm dying to see the fucking story. Right, because you hype like this. We back in the day. I know. I grew up watching these same games, bro. I'm like, damn, bro. Like,
Series, especially that next game. Armstrong, top of the circle. Michael all over him. Armstrong nowhere to go. Shows for the turnaround over well, Armstrong. Well, he really had him. So the Hornets take Armstrong off of Jordan momentarily. DJ Armstrong back only two points on one of seven shooting. Michael Jordan has 20, well, and the Bulls do everything right. Let's go. Can he please go get me another Kit Kat though before you go though? Because there's a reason why he, need, he got me too. If we were in a sleep, and uh, we've been able to capitalize on that. Welcome to game four of this series with the Hornets, the home club trailing two games to one. That's game four. That's game five. It's over. I like that color. You see that color? The fact of the matter is, in my opinion, if Michael Jordan had stayed with baseball, he would have gotten to the major leagues. But when the baseball strike started in 94, the Major League Baseball came up with what was a really dumb idea of trying to start the season with replacement players. Today in spring training camps across the nation, replacement baseball players facing replacement baseball players. There was a strike that year, and they asked him to cross the picket line. Michael said, no, I'm not, I'm not doing it. Michael Jordan has said all along that he will not play in replacement games during the strike. A man of his word, Jordan today, walked out of the White Sox camp. One day, he called me and said, hey, I'm in town. What are you doing? I was like, I'm about to go to practice. Like, you know, the, you know the routine. He was like, let's meet at Baker Square. So I was like, all right, after breakfast, we, you know, we eat, eat our little pancakes. 
And I was like, well, I got to go to practice. I was like, why don't you just come over, say hello, everybody would like to see you. <laughs> so he comes over to practice. And I started telling him, you old, you've been out of the game, you can't play no more. I'll kick your ass right now. <laughs> more or less. First, it was a joke. And then before I knew it, we were playing a full one-on-one. <laughs> I just could feel something different was going on that day. I mean, we just had a different feeling in that locker room. And I remember asking Harp, Harp, what's going on? And Harp just turned to me and said, the man is here. Super Mike working out yesterday with his old teammates. Is this a trend or just scratching his basketball itch? Just a hint that Michael Jordan might be returning to the NBA sent to newsrooms and reporters scurrying all day. Too much speculation out there. Too many ifs and too many uh, things to be worked out. Trying to guess what Mike will do next has become a full-time hobby for many. It started to come in my mind, maybe go back, maybe go back. Scotty asked me on TV with the shoes up telling me to come back. See? Scotty <laughs> made him come back. So how can you talk about this man? You should say nothing slightly about that. That's in your opinion, though. Yes. Yes. And for what I see. Because you got to understand something. That's his ex-wife. Who gives? It ain't your ex-wife. You don't know how that feels. I got a wife now. Ask me my kids. He fucking somebody else. Don't ask. Don't inquire. I wouldn't dare. I don't even think about it. I do not. Yeah. For him to announce, I ain't got you. I don't care about. He just didn't feel comfortable that be blessed captured what he wanted to say. Well, you are not here. He is not you. So I gave him pen and paper and just wrote. That's all you needed to say. Look, I'm back. The sign says it all. Now Bulls fans can take a deep breath and relax. We no longer have to endure life without Michael. The drought is over. Jordan is back. I mean, I feel we should all bow our heads in a moment of silence in recognition of Michael Jordan's return to pro basketball. Chicago sports fans riding high on Air Jordan these days. The words in the Windy City, Air Jordan is going back to the Bulls. All seems right in the world right now because MJ's back. He sends the famous facts out, I'm back. And it was it was shocking, you know, given that we were you know, almost at the end of the season. The Chicago Bulls are barely above 500, a 34 and 31 record. That 94-95 season. We struggled. We lost Horace Grant when he went to Orlando, and that was really upsetting. Yes, the guy. Yeah. Bulls owner Jerry Reinsdorf cut ties with Grant. They could have extended his contract, and they didn't. Huh? And then Horace Grant yeah. goes out and comes to start with Orlando. That power forward, that rebounder, that defensive presence with the loss of Horace Grant. It wasn't the previous season where. We had the residual effect of the, the championships and the foundation and the core group. Smart, you. We were kind of a mess. <laughs> I told him to give me a photo. So when Michael yeah. came back, he gave us new life. Big guy, big guy, big big guy. Wait a second. I don't, I don't, you know, we, can, we can do this again. When Michael first came back, he's like, Billy, we're finally going to get to play together. He said, I want you to jump on the cape. He said, but you need to hold on. 
for Michael and you know waited a, a few minutes and whatnot and I think Michael was just having quite an emotional time on the plane by himself because this was the first time he was going to play without his father being around and uh it hit him hard and then he was kind of teared up was just ugly and I said hey you got this you ready to go like yeah green yeah, and red so nah I'm bogus Look, MVP chain. Look, Dan, that's on. If you get a pair of those, nervous. Um, if you get a pair of those, played competitive in a long time, and you know, I just felt naked, you know, because my father, you know, just wasn't there. So different. Playing a game without his dad being there, I think that brought James's death back to light for him. MJ's in town. We need tickets. Four together. Uh, $150 each. I give you $200. Give you $25. I've been offered two grand. These tickets say no way. It's about as close to the Super Bowl I'm ever going to come. Four five. That's when he came back. It's 45, right? And he changed his number mid season, though. Of course. Take that shit down. I get what I want. I do what I want. I deserve this. The air was thick with anticipation and anxiety. It felt like the finals. <laughs> it was an emotional moment. There he was. He was back. No glory. Well, it's not going to transfer because I mean, my father wasn't there to watch me, and I felt it was a new beginning. And forty-five was my first number when I played in high school. The Montreal Magic's return of basketball superstar Michael Jordan got off to a rocky start. Did you know that? That was his first number when he played in high school. Struggled early, trying to shake off the rust, and it showed Michael outside, Just added more pressure to prove. All right, give us a minute. Goddamn. 
And that was part of his greatness was never being satisfied. When he came back, we were full power again. You were off and running. Well, the big star plays a big city, and that makes for very big news. The Michael Jordan Comeback Tour sets down at Madison Square Garden. Tip off at about 9 55. What? Michael Jordan had 55 in this game. I watched this game. And he came back. Oh, the Knicks? 55. Everybody who is everybody. Or everybody who is anybody. On and for one. Michael's return. Look at the song they played in the background. 55. That's a dog. After that long layoff, he, he was able to come back and have one of his best games in the garden. <laughs> Unfortunate, you know, because I think I had a great game that game as well. But he had 55. No one remembers that. Oh, but that's your Knicks, though. He is. Make up your mind, though. Make up your mind, though. Yes, it doesn't matter. Because earlier you hyping up the nail. This is my fucking team. That's my fucking team. Well, your man just stated he had a good game. And look what you're doing. Look. 55. Whatever, man. What's the line? Pat had 30. It doesn't matter. Your man had 55. And he won. You don't know what side you fucking on. Look to the real. Now look. I don't want to tell you that. I watched the game too. I did too. You did? Yes. Some very good young players and Shaquille O'Neal. I grew up watching the same fucking game. And you had a 3D guy. He was still working himself back into condition. You gotta be the guy. All the world's a stage when your name is Michael Jordan. So the spotlight that shines brightly on your triumphs also burns intensely on your mistakes. On Sunday in Orlando, Jordan had more than a bit part. That's not you, that's me. Seen in game one, fourth quarter. Bulls up 91 to 90. 22 seconds to go. So the Bulls up one. Michael's got the ball. McCann is going to strip the ball. Not any longer. Heading to the former Bull, Horace Grant. Magic up by one. That's how he lost. Magic threw away that for you. When Michael came back from playing baseball, Nick Anderson stole his rocket. The reason that stood out, you hadn't seen anybody take Michael's rocket in a long time. It's like watching Muhammad Ali in the second half of his career right. when someone lands a punch on him. It's like, whoa, you, you mean you can hit this guy? Right. Jordan still had a chance to deliver one of his patented buzzer beaters, but instead he threw it away. This just in. Michael Jordan is human. After the game, Nick Anderson says, it was like 45 and then 23. 
Chicago right now. Number one, they didn't have Michael for the course of the season, so while other players are in great shape and can go game in and game out, Michael has not been able to sustain the effort over the course of a game. Looking back, I, had, I didn't have enough time to get my body back to a basketball body. So I was a little nervous going to the end of that playoff. As the boys teeter on the brink of elimination, tonight the Magic will try to give them a little push. He has a That was one of Michael's lowest points when they came back and they didn't win. He hated the fact that the horse was on the other team when they beat him. And just to watch all the celebrating that they were doing, I think that's what he took to heart. Right. He used that for that next year. And after the season, usually there's a time period where Michael takes some time off. The night they lost to Orlando, I said, Michael, you know, I'm about to get out of here. Let me know when you want me to see you. Because I'll see you tomorrow. Michael had an obligation to himself, the fans, his teammates, the organization, his family, everybody. He said, if you're going to sit down and take three hours out of your day, Watch me on TV. I have an obligation to give you my best. To give you my best all the time.
don't tell me this is what he did. <laughs> <Yeah. coughs> Somewhere after Michael came back, he was filming over the Space Jam. NBA superstar Michael Jordan starts filming his movie this summer with longtime screen veteran Buds Bunny. I've never seen him. What? I'm a Knicks fan. I keep telling you that. Yeah, uh huh. I'm a Knicks fan. I keep telling you that. But what Patrick Ewing said when he said, you ain't, you ain't, you wasn't backing your homie up, though. You still didn't say he still, but yeah, Patrick did have a good game. You ain't say that. What the fuck I need to say that for? Listen, he didn't have a good enough game. We lost. I need to so you the fuck? Out. All right, whatever. We, 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 so he did. Now, so game. we only lost by two points. We did. Oh, now he had a good game. Now you say he had a good game. Two seconds ago, you wouldn't say that. We lost. I'm gonna say it again for the third time. How good are you if you lose? Middle has sixty-three. You just—I uh, don't care. I don't care. You—you you the one that just walked all over what you said, not me.